because you are Lord this morning many were the plans of the enemy even against us but you delivered us from it all this morning we are here to say thank you thank you for bringing us even into this glorious month many started the year with us but they are nowhere to be found if we are alive today Lord it is not because of something special we have done. A lot of people did a lot of marvelous and wonderful things and they are nowhere to be found. But if by your grace and your mercies we are still alive today, we don't take it for granted. We don't want to be ingrates even in your sight. Amen. Amen. You want to celebrate the Lord? Celebrate the Lord this morning. 
celebrate the Lord this morning. You want to celebrate the major prophet and the only empress general, the mother of the mothers, the sweet tantalizing mother, the extravagant everlasting super, fabulous, fantabulous, fantastic mommy one, the empress of the empress, the empress of the empress, the empress celebrate mommy now oh listen the young men who are celebrating mommy may god give you a mother like our mother and the young women who are celebrating mommy may god give you a husband like our daddy celebrate mommy now hallelujah you want to celebrate our men of God in the house. Celebrate our fathers, our mentors, God's servants. Celebrate them. You want to celebrate yourself also for being here this morning. It's a great privilege to be here this morning. We want to quickly read the Bible. Uh, we want to read something from the Holy Scriptures. Today, the title of my message is Vessel of Honors. Vessel of Honor. Vessel of Honor. Utewa's original, unim sir, ahasi, ya mamre, ni se, ya kain u nyankupon asem, ansana ya tenasi, ya di nidi ima nyankupon asem, inti utewa, anawa sorry, jina ho, ende ya kain bibi afa, Vessel of Hana, vessels of Hana, Nema and Chancing Ananema Edimu, Hallelujah, Nema Edimu utensils are Edimu, vessels of honor. And so the Bible says in the book of Second Timothy chapter two, the verse number twenty through to twenty-two, it says that but in a great house there are not only vessels of gold. I want you to take note of not only, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. I want you to take note of honor and dishonor. It says that therefore, if anybody will purge himself, even from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work. And then the verse 22 says that, flee also youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the name of the Lord out of a pure heart. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Sit down on your enemies' hearts without any apology, even in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And so to, this morning we are talking about uh, vessels of honor. We are talking about vessels of honor. And the Bible makes us understand even in the book of 2 Timothy chapter number 2, the verse number 20 to 22, uh, Paul was admonishing Napo, Ekatre, Timothy, Niemabia, Ewase, Timothy, Napo, Eshe, Timothy, in crying, Ewo, Asem, Weimuse, Nyankupon etimi eye niema
Paul. And so Paul was trying to urge Timothy to be a person that Christ uses even for his noblest purposes. And so Paul was telling Timothy that, Timothy, there is a need that you become, you know, an individual that God uses even for his best and his good things. Hallelujah. And so in God, you see, there are many mighty and great things even in God. And then God wants you and I not to settle. God doesn't want us to settle for less. Even in our work with him, he wants us to settle even for the highest and the best things that he uses people even for. And so Paul talking to Timothy, Paul Ekachere Timothy said, vessels. Other versions uses utensils. I mean, if you're a woman, uh, you know, you, you, you need utensils to do a lot of things. Hallelujah. And so in a great house, in your house, which is, you know, in a great house like SRM, in a great house, you know, uh, wherever you are, we don't want to limit ourselves only to the church surrounding. Hallelujah. But mm. in a great house, wherever you find yourself, in the kingdom of God, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, the verse number 19, the Bible says that now therefore we are no longer slaves and foreigners, but we have become, you know, co-heirs. We have become fellow citizens, fellow citizens even with the saints in the household of God. And so once we become born again and we have been purchased by the precious blood of Jesus, we have been translated into a particular household. And so you might find yourself, you know, in a great house like SRM. You might find yourself in a great house, you know, like maybe the best university in Ghana, UDS, is, is a great house. Hallelujah. Uh, you might find yourself, you know, in a great house as a company, maybe where you work. And the Lord is trying to let us understand that. You see, in a great setting, in a great house, baby, if you can see there are not only vessels of gold, there are not only vessels of silver, there are also vessels of clay, and there are also vessels even of wood. And he went on to say that some for honor and some for dishonor. It suggests to us that you can be a vessel of gold and still be a vessel of dishonor. It says in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but of clay and of wood, some for honor and some for dishonor. And so you can be gold and you are still dishonored. You can be clay and still carry honor. You can be wood and still carry honor. And so the Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 9, the verse number 22, it says that does not the potter have the power over the clay from the same lump to make one vessel for honor and another for dishonor. And so even clay can become a vessel of honor. 
So in a great house like this, God is trying to let you and I understand that there are not only vessels of the major prophet. There are not only vessels of the pastor Clements. There are not only vessels, you know, of the pastor DeRocks. There are also vessels that people don't really admire and people don't really look up to. You and I know that wood is not really valued. We don't really value wood like that. We don't really appreciate wood like that. When we break wood, we treat wood anyhow. But you know, when, 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 when you see gold, unless maybe you don't know gold, if you know gold and you see gold, you treat it with a lot of value. And so God is trying to let us understand that we can be in a great house. And we being in a great house, we must not be people who are held in high esteem for us to be vessels of honor in the hands of the master. You can be a nobody in a certain, in a particular place where you find yourself, in your workplace and all that, and you can still be a vessel of honor. A lot of us look down on ourselves because we feel like, you know, oh, I'm a vessel of clay. You know, we don't regard clay. We don't regard clay. But you see, when clay uh, becomes a ceramic, when clay goes through fire, when clay is prepared and it is molded even into uh, a, a, a ceramic flower pot, it becomes very valuable. Some clays are very expensive depending on the outcome of the clay. And so the clay now becomes a vessel of honor. I remember some time ago, I went to the mall to get some ceramic, you know, flower pots to put some flowers inside just to beautify my place. And then when I went, I saw one. I saw, hey, the thing is expensive. <laughs> the, thing, the thing was very expensive. I look at it. I look at other ones. I say, Charlie, I met me way back on five. So why don't you see? So a clay can become a vessel of honor depending on how the clay is molded. And so God wants us to understand that in a great setting like this, you see, your name might not be mentioned, you might not be acknowledged. You might not be seen for whatever you are doing. In your workplace, your name might not be mentioned. You might not be acknowledged whatsoever. It doesn't mean that you should look down on yourself. And Teresa was so We look down on ourselves. A lot of us are fighting with inferiority complex. And it's all because, you know, some of us, uh, because we feel maybe we are in the church, we didn't go to a particular school, you know, we don't come from a particular background, we don't have some particular clothes, we, 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 we can't afford certain things, and so we look down on ourselves. But God is trying to tell us that, you see, your value it's not determined by the kind of material you are now. 
Your value is not determined by the kind of material you are. Your value is determined by the outcome and what you become and what you bring out of the material you have. You notice that when our fathers, when the Europeans came down to this place, our fathers had gold. Now we have to go that way. You see, their gold was dishonored in their sight because they didn't know the value of their gold. And so when the whites will come, when they saw our fathers throwing gold, then they will hit them. Idiots. Why are you throwing this thing? Now you're trying to go to us. Don't throw it. Now I fat. You see, and that is how they took all our gold and they took it away. So before we became aware of what we had, it had been stolen already. Listen, you can be a vessel of honor and because you don't know who you are, what you have, and what you carry, you will be dishonored and treated anyhow. You notice in the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, the verse number 1, the Bible says that and one of the sons, the wife of the sons of the prophet came to Elisha and he said to Elisha, you know that your servant, my husband, he feared the Lord. He said, Elisha, you know that your servant, my husband, he feared the Lord. Now, if your wife is able to attest of your fear of God, it means that you really feared God. <laughs> if your wife, the woman, I have not been married before, but I've heard it. Are you with me? <laughs> now, if, 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 if the person you live with, you spend most of your time with, is able to say, sir, then it means you fear God. But something was trying to be painted to us here. He said the guy feared the Lord. And yet still the guy couldn't enjoy the benefits that came with the fear of God. The guy was, you know, a servant of the prophet. And he still couldn't enjoy nothing from anything that came from the prophet. You see, the apostle Paul said something. He says that an heir, so far as he remains a child, he is no different from a servant. So the guy is a vessel of gold. Oh, you see, Now, so because the guy lacks the requisite that the guy died as a pauper. Listen, it's not enough for you to fear God. It's not enough for you to fear God, people of God. The Bible says that there were ten virgins. Five of them were foolish. Five were wise. Virgins are symbols of purity. They set themselves apart for the Lord. These were vessels of gold. When you go to the land of Israel, virgins are held in high esteem. They are vessels of gold. But some of them were foolish and others were wise. And the foolish ones missed out on their blessing because they didn't know what they were. So they became vessels of dishonor. You notice that in the book of 
uh, Luke chapter 16, the verse number 19, the Bible speaks of the rich man and the poor man, Lazarus. Lazarus was a righteous man. He was supposed to be a vessel of gold, but the guy died as a pauper. He died as a broke man. Why? Because he didn't know the kind of vessel he was. And so in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but there are vessels of wood. Some people will come from poor homes. Some people might not have what they will eat. But it doesn't mean that you should look down on yourself. It doesn't mean that when we are counting people, you should not count yourself wealthy. A lot of us can't do anything in the house of God because we see ourselves to be useless. In our homes, we see ourselves to be nothing because our parents told us that we, we are good for nothing. But that devil is a liar. A vessel of honor is not determined by man. It says there are some to be honored, some to be dishonored. If any will purge themselves, so you determine the kind of vessel you become. Even in the house of God, in your workplace, in the church, wherever you find yourself, you determine the kind of vessel that you become. Either you are becoming a vessel of honor or a vessel of dishonor. He said if anybody will purge himself from the latter, he will become a vessel sanctified and good for the master's use. So you determine, you have to purge yourself. How do I become a vessel of honor even unto the Lord? He said that if anybody will purge himself from the latter, other version says that if anybody will separate themselves from these things. Listen, separation is difficult. Separation is hard. If you want to be a vessel of honor in the hands of God. If you want to be a vessel of honor even at where you work. If you want to be a vessel of honor even in your, you know, where you school whatsoever. There is a need for separation. It will be a vessel of honor sanctified to the master's use. You notice that the 19 says that the solid foundation of the Lord stands sure. It said the Lord knows them that are his. Let them that name the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. There is a foundation that has been laid. And so if you want to be a vessel of honor in your locality, in your home, where you church, wherever, there is a need that you build on that solid foundation that has been laid. And then he went on to talk about separation. There is a need for separation. And then he went on to say that, flee from, run away from youthful lust, youthful exuberance. And near my, and my, run mabawa, he said I flee from them. Anybody who will become a vessel of honor must learn to flee from the systems of this world. Listen, 
It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter how people see you now. And found only baby I will free. And found only school I want go. And found only dear one year. Whatsoever. Your background doesn't really matter. As Papa has been saying, your background doesn't mean your back is on the ground. That devil is a bastard. He said, if you will become a vessel of honor, you've got to flee from youthful exuberance. Flee from youthful life. You will free. And near ma, and ma mranti mabawa. And so youthful last. Anything that does not please God. Anything that does not bring glory to God. And near ma, and mabawa ne man mranti abaswa shema. You know, and son yang kupon eni. There is a need that you flee even from things that God is ashamed of. Things that you yourself, you are ashamed of even to mention in the public. You have to flee from them. Youthful lust. Youthful lust. Everybody is taking a particular trend. But you know that you can't even talk about it amongst the company of the brethren. He says that flee from such things. They are disgusting and they will make you to become vessels of dishonor. People are saying people are sleeping with people's husbands and they are getting money. Youthful last. You will get the money for a season. Youthful last. But he says that if you want to be a vessel of honor, that you will marry and you will be honored, there is a need that you flee from these things. Youthful last. Anything that the youth engage themselves in that is leading them astray. You know them. He says, and pursue righteousness. If you want to be a vessel of honor, the first thing you've got to do, you must flee from youthful lust. It says, if anybody will be a vessel, sanctified for the master, they must depart from these things, the latter, these things, youthful lust. It says that pursue righteousness, things that are right, things that are pure, things that are good, will come to church pastor will tell you this that this that you will study i mean your parents are telling you things that are right righteousness they are leading you on track it says that pursue chase after these things you know what it means to pursue something to run after to put in all your energy chase after it as though your life depends even on it your last breath depends on it. But see, journey. Not etine. Echi. Chase after righteousness. And then it says that, and faith. 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 There is a need that you pursue faith. Chase your faith. Whatever you will do for your faith. To be sustained. There is a need that you do it. If you want to be a vessel of honor. You must pursue faith. How can one pursue faith? 
The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 10, the verse number 17, it says that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. This is where consistency comes to play. Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. It is not enough for you to come to church and just listen to sermons. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. There is a need that the word continuously rings in your spirit. There is a need. And when you pass it, I bring you, I bring you now. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you will become a vessel of honor, there is a need for consistency in whatever you are doing. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We've been hearing our father say that when he was in school, his spiritual father, you know, the brethren of the faith, it took, it took consistency. You have to be consistent with whatever you are doing. Any skill you are learning, there is a need for consistency. Continuous and progressive learning. That is how you can become a vessel of honor. The more you are building the capacity, the more you are building yourself up. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Repetitive learning. You learn, you read the Bible continuously, consistently. You repeat it. Repetition is the mother of skill. If you want to become perfect in something, there is a need for constant repetition. Nobody becomes perfect at anything they do once. I had a story of Thomas Edison and uh, one of the greatest American inventors, the inventor of war. And the guy had to, you know, how he, he, he had to build the bulb over 999 times before the guy got it one. Continuously. Repetitive learning. You have to learn. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So Peter said to us, he says that faith alone is not enough. Second Peter chapter 1, the verse number 5. He says that therefore, be adding all diligence. Add to your faith virtue. Add to your faith virtue. Modest behavior. He says that as you are adding to virtue, add to your virtue knowledge. There is a need that you get knowledge, people of God. We cannot become anything great when we limit ourselves to studying, you know, just menial things. There are some movies, some of us, we have no business watching. I don't know what you are learning with all these, you know, things that are not in... I mean, you know your grammar is not good. Instead of you to watch things that will help you polish your English... Keep on watching stuff that will rather worsen your situation. There is a need for us to learn. The Bible says that we serve a God of knowledge. And by him, actions are weighed. We serve a God of knowledge and by him, actions are weighed. God is knowledgeable. 
and God expects that we get knowledge. You are a barrister, God expects that you, you become knowledgeable with what you are doing. If you will become a vessel of honor, everybody is singing, but some people have been, you know, portrayed into the limelight. They are unique. People look up to them. They honor and celebrate them. Why? Because some people have become skillful in whatever they are doing. Knowledge. There is a need that you read. You know you can't read. Listen to things that will help you build whatever field God has called you into. The anointing is not enough. You think if Papa was operating only under anointing, he would be where he is. I'm telling you, the anointing is not enough. You can be a man of God if you don't add excellence. If you don't add knowledge to whatever you are doing, there is no way the Lord can shoot you to a certain realm unless you are pushing yourself to certain places. There is a need for knowledge. We must learn. We must learn. Go to school. You know you can go to school. Go to school. Don't let anything limit you. You failed Novdeck many years ago. You know that where you are working, you need to upgrade yourself to be able to gain some amount of money. The Lord has brought prophecy and prophecy and prophecy. And there is something that must also be done on your path. And you have still limited yourself. There is a need for knowledge. We must study abroad. So that the giftings inside of us can become what God wants it to become. The final thing that I talk about is that he says that and pursue these things with them that fear God. And pursue God out of a pure heart. Your association also counts. The kind of hands you find yourself in is very important. The kind of hands the gold finds itself. If you give a gold to a small boy, a five-year-old boy, maybe Pakwesi, Pakwesi doesn't know the value of gold. He will just throw it somewhere. Even some of us don't know gold. If we see gold like this, we won't see gold. Your company, that is what Pastor Clement spoke to us last week about. Your association, bad company will corrupt good manners. If you will be able to become a vessel of honor, there is a need that you surround yourself even with people who are also going somewhere. People who know where they are going. People who are achieving, who are achievers. If all your friends are womanizers, you are becoming a womanizer. There is no way your potentials can come out. And yet, I dear, I dear, I did you do when you bet me a peer. Unanfufuon in us radia. Usube yo unfuo. Unanfufuon in our partition. Sana yo for school, your dear, oh, papa, boy, boy, sana. You see, you must be found in the right hands. And even with that, it says that them that pursue God from a pure heart. A pure heart. It's not everybody you will call your friend. Though. In that your workplace, it's not everybody who is your friend. There are some people, they, they are just there to talk. They just want to show up. But there are some people who want to attain and achieve something in life. Those are the kind of people you associate yourself with. If you want to become something. 
Papa has been saying this thing all the time. That when he found himself in the hands of Apostle Anthony Bansa, that is how he has become what he is today. Because in his visions, he was seeing himself as a number one goalkeeper for Ghana Black Star. Hey! And the Lord is saying, I'm telling you, so some of you, you are in the wrong hands in the wrong churches. I'm telling you, you need to be in a church and a place where you are mentored. You are nurtured. You are taught to do this and that. And by the guidance and he being in the hands of the right person, he's a vessel of gold. But he didn't know what he was. And as Papa has been saying, sometimes the way a person will make him feel, it makes him feel like unpenasem. He found himself in the right hands, in the right company, the company of Pastor Salomon. And that is how they molded him. And the best of gold has come out of him. And he is now a vessel of honor that is celebrated across the globe. You must be found in the hands of the right people. You can be clear, but if you are found in the hands of the right potter, not all these children who are playing with clay and they are doing mom and papa, and there is no value on the woman. You must be found in the hands of the right potters if you will become a vessel of honor. Celebrate the Lord for his goodness, even in the name of the Lord Jesus.